Attention everyone, this is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go so that you can make the sound we broadcast as loud as possible. We are recording. Okay. So now what we have to do is we have to sing the Kaiju Cast theme song. All right. Let's okay. do it. Attention, everyone. This is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you're about to hear coming from your radios is not a mistake. I'm not going to really do that. But it would be pretty funny if we just started going, jugga, 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 jugga. Jugga, 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 jugga. So, hey, this is episode 51 of the Kaiju Cast, and it's a little bit of a weird setting because I'm sitting in the front seat of my car right now. Safety third, with uh, Jeff Dean, co-host extraordinaire, sitting in the co-pilot seat. Yes, we're kind of like Han and Chewie right now, don't you think? Yeah, like Han and Chewie. Uh, and actually, it's, how's the background noise on this? It's not too bad. Not too bad. Okay, because that's where because we're using microphones. We're being uh, semi-professional in the car. And, uh, yeah, we're on our way to Seattle because this happened to be the weekend that we decided to go to the EMP, uh, which stands for Experience Music Project, and the Sci-Fi Museum uh, to see some really cool exhibits. There's a, there's a Battlestar Galactica exhibit, which no one in the car is really excited about. No, I am. Oh, sorry, Jeff is. I'm a <clears> big <throat> BSG fan. Well, I'm not going to hold that against you. The <laughs> show was fine, I guess. Okay, uh, But they have a really cool exhibit called uh, Can't Look Away, which is about horror movies and uh, very well designed. I saw it around Christmas time when I went up there with my family. 
Yeah, and you were rushed through the first time, correct? Yeah, we made a mistake when we went up there because we thought the museum closed around 6 or 7, and we got there at 4 and found out they closed at 5, and there was a very nice woman who let us in for free, but we only got about 45 minutes in the museum itself. So I got to see um, the Battlestar Galactica exhibit, and I got to see the um, Can't Look Away exhibit, but I did not get to go to anything uh, in the the music section at all and um I'm, I'm i'm kind of a big music buff i like music and i'm looking forward to seeing what's what's in there so it was kind of like an appetizer before for you just uh, whetted your appetite exactly exactly i thought you said advertisements and i was no, like no, no, no. no. appetizer a- appetizer i don't have headphones on jeff is doing all the mixing for this uh this recording he's got the recorder in his lap and he's got the headphones on and um yeah, he's he's monitoring the levels, as it were. I guess you're sort of like a producer yourself for the show today. I am. I'm I'm, I'm doing it all today. And um, so, if the episode sounds horrible, you know where to send the hate mail. And if if the episode uh, stops suddenly with a bunch of screaming, that would be my fault. But I'm paying attention to the road. That's right. Uh, we're not we are not going to die in a fiery accident right now. I hope not. No, God, no. We won't do that. Also, uh, we're going to go to see the Fremont Troll, which is um, an art sculpture up in Seattle, and the Gasworks Park, which is also a cool, um, like, old industrial uh, machinery kind of pipes and tubes and whatnot, and I've never been. Or if I have been, it was many, many years ago, and I barely remember it. And then uh, we're going to meet up with some, some cool people up in Seattle friends friends of the kaiju cast actually yeah cool nick gucker and his wife and uh david uh whose last name is escaping me because i'm a terrible person we have a full plate yes yes and uh if there's time we're gonna go to to archie mcphee which i don't know if i told you about that jeff but yes that's a that's a a novelty shop essentially an emporium and uh, and if uh, again, if there's time, an emporium, yes. And again, if there's time, we're going to go to uh, the Dreaming, which is a comic book shop owned by Aaron Tarbuck, and um, both Nick Gucker, aka Nick the Hat, and Aaron Tarbuck were uh, part of the Crypticon episode where we had our Godzilla panel from 2010. Yes, I remember that. You I were was there, sitting man. in the audience. You were enraptured. Uh, yeah, enraptured and heckling me about my <laughs> my Mothra comments. I got to keep you humble. It's okay. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, anyway, so we're going to play some music. So this is where we normally break for music, but because we're driving and I'm not actually going to play music on my car stereo because that would be ridiculous. We're just going to say music goes here. I like your. Future Kyle's stepping out of his TARDIS to tell you the songs we're about to play. Uh, These were all requests made on Facebook, which is sort of a thing I don't normally do, but here we go. Adam Alexander of The Monster Project wanted to hear Sulfuric Acid Mist uh, Smokestacks and Hedora, which is off of The Monster Project. So that's going to be our first track that we hear. Then we're going to hear Godzilla vs. Super X from Godzilla 1985. And then after that, we are going to hear 
the Gamera March. And uh, Godzilla vs. Super X was requested by Tristan. And the Gamera March was requested by Eric.
That was fantastic. <laughs> I think uh, future Kyle uh, did a great job of telling everybody what music got played there. Good job, future Kyle. That is the magic. <laughs> it's the magic of, of podcast editing. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we're, like we said before, we're on our way up to Seattle, so we're driving. This is, I have to say, extremely odd for me to be holding a microphone and driving at the same time. And drinking your coffee. No, the I can't do that. I only have two hands. Oh, so yes. that's the coffee must wait. Uh, anyway, I wanted to just kind of talk a little bit about some stuff. Um, the The news essentially is going to get mixed into this episode, so we're not going to have like a news sounder, and uh, um, we will do local events later, like when I'm recording by myself. Uh, so the first thing I wanted to just talk about is um, is the guests for G Fest were announced, and. I'm gonna go to G Fest this year. I'm I'm definitely going. Yeah, um, I want to go. It, it's held in Chicago, and do you have the dates? Do you know what the dates are? The middle of July. July. Okay. Um, I'll have a link in the show notes to it. I gotta buy my. I gotta do everything for that. I gotta buy the ticket to get out there. I gotta uh, book the hotel and buy my. Uh, I gotta register for the show as well. Yeah. So. You, you got a lot of work, work to do. Yeah, there's a little bit of work to do. So the there are two guests who are going to be... Hey, grab my phone, Jeff. Um, it's right there. Uh, there are two guests who have been announced for the show, and one of them is Akira Takarada. And uh, actually, do me a favor, press pause. All right, so we we just did some pausing there. The, uh, the two guests they've announced are Akira Takarada, who, of course, was in the very first Godzilla movie, he played the actual love interest uh, in the first movie, and he's been in a ton of other ones since then. And even Godzilla Final Wars, the last Godzilla movie made from Japan. Um, and he's going to be there, and I'm hoping that he has a really awesome panel or something where they get a, a translator up there who can, who can sort of help tell some of the amazing tales that he must have because uh, that guy has been in it for over you know 50 years now yeah, a long time i would assume if they're going to have a guest of that you know magnitude at g fest they gotta have a lot of stuff focusing on yeah him. yeah and i hope i mean got my fingers crossed that i'll actually be able to interview him for the for the podcast as well uh i know last time i went in 2009 i was lucky to get a chance to interview um mr oh my gosh what is wrong with my brain the guy who is oh Kenji Sahara. Woo! Sorry about that. I'm driving. Leave me alone. It's early. <laughs> it is early. It's only eight thirty-five in the yes. morning. We we normally don't start recording until seven p.m. at least. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Kenji Sahara was a treat to interview, and I was a little nervous about it, so I only got a little tiny bit of an interview from him. But hopefully this year uh, I will be able to interview Mr. Takarada. The other person on the on the docket, as it were, is Ben Furura, and I hope I'm saying that last name right. He played the original Ultraman, so he was the dude in the suit. And I think he was in Ultra 7 as well, and then later on he, um, he went and became, I think, a cast member for one of the, the you know, Science Patrol-like teams. Again, as listeners know, I'm nearly not up on my Ultraman stuff, so... Yeah, um, I mean, that... 
Are you going to try to get an interview with him as well? Or? Yes. I'll do a lot of prep work. If I get to interview him, I'll do a lot of prep work before the show. Um, but that's uh, that's those are the two guests, and they've pretty much only announced that stuff. You know, they got to book those guys in advance. Oh yeah, obviously. So do you know if they're going to have any of the, um, you know, any artists or, or writers from the uh, IDW series? Or I am ninety eight percent sure that Matt Frank is going to be there, oh, which nice. will be good to hang out with him. Um, I don't know if anybody else is going to be there. Jeff Zorno, who was one of the cover artists last year, he was he was at the show. Yeah, that would be great if they got him. Yeah, I, you know. I actually I had a great time talking to him during our live show, and uh, I would love to hang out with him in person and uh, get a few beers. It seems like he and I would get along splendidly. Yeah, Jeff is a phenomenal artist. I really like his work. Me too. And... Um, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure they're gonna have other artists there. Uh, that guy really wants to get past me and did not want to. He just must not like that we're recording while we're driving. <laughs> What's his <clears throat> problem? This is totally weird, by the way, uh, for the record. <laughs> anyway, yeah, last time I went to G Fest, it was a lot of fun. They had Artist Alley. They had uh, uh, they every year they have a model kit gallery where people basically. Who build up their model kits and and uh, they're on display. I can't imagine like building a model kit and uh, and taking it to all the way to Chicago. Yeah, I know. It's like especially if you're flying. It's like how do you just carry that thing on your lap the entire way? Yeah, I, I think I think maybe a lot of people like drive that go to G Fest that do that. But you know, the guy who organizes it, um, his name is Stan Hyde, and he lives in. Um, British Columbia, and so he flies every year to the show. Yeah, actually, I'm supposed to get him on the Kaiju Cast at some point. He keeps coming down to Portland every once in a while, and um, we just keep missing each other. Do you know why they always do it in Chicago, especially if the organizer does not live there? I I actually don't know why. They, yeah, I guess that's a, a question for him then. Well, it's right? sort of a they did it in. Los Angeles twice, two years in a row. Yeah. I don't know enough about the behind the scenes stuff, which I don't really want to know about, to be perfectly honest. But um, I, I believe there were some issues when they did it in uh, in the Los Angeles area. They did it in Burbank. And I had a I went to that. That was my first G Fest was 1999. And it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, they just, it was in Chicago for several years and then they took it to LA for two years and then I guess they didn't like it or something. So they went back to Chicago and it's been there ever since. There's something I, I did want to talk about specifically about G Fest and I need the help. Um, I need some help from the listeners on this. I don't want to bother the organizers too much about it, but I sent an email to JD and I said, Hey, I'm definitely coming to the show. Um, I would really, really like to do something special at the show, like record a live podcast. Um, I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, it would not be something that would be broadcast on the internet live. It would only be for, you know, having people there in front of me and, uh, and recording the actual episode live right there. And if I did it early enough, like if it was like something that happened like Friday night, maybe Saturday during the day. Yeah. I could actually have it edited and posted before the end of the show, I think. 
Yeah. Before the end of G Fest. Yeah. And I think that would be really cool. Yeah, I mean, I think doing a live show would just be great. It really would be. Yeah, and you know, it'd be it'd be a thrill to have you know some of the people that go to G Fest on a regular basis come up and you know talk about their love for Godzilla and, and yeah, you know, it'd be great to have that interaction with I mean, passionate fans. Yeah, and I know there are some fans that are going. So if you are uh, if you are an avid listener of the Kaiju Cast and think that this is something you'd like to see at G Fest and you go to G Fest, um, you know. I don't know what to say. Try and get in touch with JD. They have a Facebook page. Um, and yeah, I'm totally asking you guys to be my little Kaiju Cast Mafia and post on their Facebook page and say, hey, why don't you have Kaiju Cast people do a live show? Although I, I'm, I just want to reiterate, I am fully coming out to the show by myself. I'm not asking to be a special guest. Uh, and I'm paying for everything for myself to get there. I'm not trying to get like free entrance into the show or anything. I just think it would be a lot of fun. And I, you know, I like doing live shows. I like, you know, not having that sort of ability to edit things and, you know, yeah. And being in front of people should be fun. We're going to do that at, um, we're going to do the live show at wonder Northwest this year as well. Yeah, I guess it's a good time to talk about some of the other shows, too, coming up. Right? Yeah. Um, Wonder Northwest. Wonder Northwest, which is at the end of May. I yeah, do believe it. Memorial I, Day weekend. Yeah. It's it's the last weekend of May, which I yep. believe is the 26th and 27th. Yep, that's Memorial Day weekend. 27th, 28th, something like that. Uh, so that's going to be Wonder Northwest. Last year, what we ended up doing was I just had a panel... And I did not post the audio from that because personally, I found it extremely boring. I tried to talk about all 28 Godzilla films in the period of 40 minutes. Yeah. I mean, I thought you did a a good job. It was a great kind of beginning course for someone who's not, you know, who doesn't know that much about Godzilla. And I appreciate you saying that, my friend. And I think kind of the people who were sitting in on the panel probably, I would assume them because it was like, you know, Wonder Northwest is not a, you know, Godzilla specific con it's right, right. for everything so I think it was great for people who probably don't know that much about Godzilla to get like a crash course yeah yeah um, and this year what I want to do is I want to do it maybe a little bit later and um, have it be a live podcast recording which um, Billy the organizer Billy Galaxy he also seemed to think that was a really good idea uh, and then I'm not exactly sure about this something that we it is something that we've talked a little bit about um, because Billy is potentially working with another uh, another guy who's trying to do a film festival. I brought up the idea of maybe showing a film, a giant monster film. It would okay. not be Godzilla because Toho wants way too much money for that. It would be something much lesser known that, you know, we wouldn't really have to be concerned with copyright stuff yeah, yeah. so much. Um, and we should also tell everybody that Wonder Northwest happens right here in Portland, Oregon. Yeah, well, we're not in Portland right this second. Well, yeah. <laughs> we're somewhere in between you, you always Portland. Do that. <laughs> and, and, I know. Uh, yeah, in Portland, uh, Memorial Day weekend, that's uh, Wonder Northwest. And uh, what are some of the other shows we need to talk about? Uh, about Monster Palooza. Monster Palooza. Uh, actually, you know, we talked with the, the guys from the Bay Area in the last episode. You weren't part of that, though, unfortunately, Jeff. 
those guys uh, were talking about Monster Palooza, and I've heard about it for the last couple of years. Specifically, last year they had um, Haruo Nakajima, who is the dude who played the original Godzilla all the way pretty much up until 1975. Mm-hmm. He was a special guest there, and I really, really wish that I could have been there. But I, I think the not the week before, but two weeks prior to that was um, WonderCon. Yeah, and so I could not go. There's just no way to go to uh, yeah. to Monster Palooza. I just could not swing it at all. I know Monster Palooza happens in Burbank. Yeah, that's I think that's it's in, in Burbank. April, yep. Like towards the end of April, I uh, believe. I, I'm this pretty year. sure it's the dead center middle weekend of April. Middle weekend. I want to say the 14th, 15th, but you know, look at the link in the show notes to yeah. see exactly when that is. And um, the same sort of thing for that as well. Uh, I guess you know. With one exception, the shows that I'm going to this year, I'm going to try and do a live podcast. Um, I would really like to do that at Monster Palooza as well. And, you know, I'm not going to try and get in for free or anything, but I'm going to be contacting the organizers and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm interested in coming down to the show and I would really like to do a live live podcast recording, especially at Monster Palooza, because that, that place should have, you know, I think it'll have the best reaction from G-Fest because you'll get people oh, yeah. who listen to the show already. Yeah, I've heard really great things about Monster Palooza. I've wanted to go for the last few years. Um, Didn't Dave Helfrey, a.k.a. Baron Von Gulu, go last year? I don't know if he went last year. I'm pretty sure he went last year, because I remember telling him about one of the artists that was going to be there that I wanted to... I would love to meet in person. Her name's Miss Monster, and she is uh, an amazing artist. She does some really cool stuff. Yeah, I mean... It sounds like a lot of people who love Godzilla. I mean, your your fan base would be would be there. Yeah, I know the guys that we were talking to last last month. They were talking about going. Um, and you know, it's who doesn't love monsters and and want to go to Monster Palooza? I I uh, I would really like to be there. I would really like to do something special there. I I don't have to. I would totally just go to see it as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I want to go. I mean, we could maybe drive down you and me. We that, could do it. That that could happen. And maybe I can pull a few favors and we can have... I have a friend who lives down there, Burbank. You, do you? Yeah, maybe I could... Free room and board? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll man. Buy, we'll buy him a cup of coffee and... Oh, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well, let's definitely talk more about that during this, this trip here. What, let's. What's our time at right there, Jeff? Um, we are at about 20 minutes. Okay, right on. So uh, let's, let's talk about um, The Unfortunate Show. A little bit, Emerald City Comic Con. Uh, uh, yes. Um, now you've already heard me talk about how uh, WonderCon is being held in Anaheim. If you're a listener to the show, you've heard me talk about this. This year it's in Anaheim, so I am not going to that. Normally, Heather, Justin, and Tiger and I go to WonderCon and we have a blast. But they moved the show down to Anaheim, and we have no place to stay for free, and it's just not, not, not a good time. Not a good. Uh, not a good move for us to, to be there. So we're we're not going to that show, which is one of the reasons I'm considering Monster Palooza. But every year we go to Emerald City Comic Con. And um, it's the show in Seattle. It's always a lot of fun. Last year we got to meet some of the listeners, which is pretty rad. Yeah, we had that big dinner. Yep. I, I totally expect to do that again this year. Not at the Cheesecake Factory. Somewhere else, maybe. <laughs> Someplace where we can all sit together. Exactly. Last year we... Unfortunately, we're not able to all sit together. We 
we we didn't uh, really anticipate that having a ten person party for the Cheesecake Factory would take what they say like two, two hours. hours. Yeah, two hours to, to yeah. Get the, well, it was right, ac- right across the street from the con, which is you know part of the problem. Of course, because it course. was just you know insanely packed. But um, yeah, that was a great time last year, and I'm looking forward to this year. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna go this year. I mean, we're all we're all happy to go anyway. Um, we did not get a press pass, which is a little bit unfortunate. And um, honestly, I was when I got the email, I was just like, "Oh, I'm disappointed." Um, but then, <laughs> after I got the email saying that you know they were not going to give us a press pass, um, I got an email from WonderCon, and they were like, "Congratulations." you've been pre-approved for a press pass this year <laughs> and I hadn't even applied this year. So I was like kind of getting irate about that. Yeah. That's, that's strange, isn't it? It's a little strange. Um, August Rigoni posted on my Facebook, uh, wall, they commented on my posting saying that, you know, maybe the reason they're doing that is because they moved it to Anaheim and they want to try and get, you know, as much coverage as possible. Yeah. I, I wrote them back and st- said you know hey i'm really sorry i thank you so much for pre-approving the kaiju cast for press passes um but uh this is not something we can do this year it's not in the budget yes i mean it sounds super super professional super professional because i was typing and not talking and uh and then like i got another (laughs) i got another email from image comics expo which is a brand new show and they were just like, "Hey, we want you to cover our our comic book convention in uh, in Oakland this year." Hmm. And I was like, "When is that show?" Uh, I believe that show is actually in. I think it's just in like a couple of weeks or something like that. It's oh, like I February, see. or I believe. Um, uh, unfortunately, not in the cards to go. But after getting the rejection letter from Emerald City Comic Con, immediately followed by two pre-approved emails i was like what is going on with emerald city comic you know exactly why emerald city um emerald city's reasoning was that they only have so many passes to give out so i'm just gonna leave it at that okay so they only have so many passes to give out i don't know who they're hoping to cover emerald city comic-con um but apparently Small press is not getting a lot of traction this year, which is a bummer because uh, I personally believe that the major media outlets are not the best way to get you the word out. But whatever. Not a big deal. I still love the show. We're still going. And um, actually, speaking of uh, going to the show, IDW publishing is going to be going to emerald city comic-con for the very first time this year oh really that's cool yeah um chris mowry is supposed to be going okay. friend of the friend of the show is going to go and uh dirk who used to work at dark horse dirk wood mm-hmm. used to work at dark horse comics and he moved down to um, uh to idw down in san diego i believe two years ago he's going to be at the show and they are talking about trying to do something with the kaiju cast i'm not exactly sure what who knows if that will even uh, happen? If not, no big deal. We're still going. We're still going to have a blast. And I think we should still, you know, what I think we should do is instead of uh, covering the show, we should like basically interview anybody who comes to our, like our listener party. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's a great idea, that. actually. Yeah. So uh, if you're listening to the show and you want to be, and you're gonna, you know, you've been thinking about going to Emerald City Comic Con, and you're near Seattle, anywhere near Seattle, this would be an opportunity for you to get onto the Kaiju Cast. There. I don't know why I just like did that's that without consulting that's you, Jeff. But that, you know. that's very tempting. I think that'll tempt everyone. You'll have so many people there. We'll have a sign-up sheet outside of the convention. Yeah, take and, a number. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway, so that's that's the unfortunate news about Emerald City Comic Con. Um, but it's also mixed in with a little, you know, a little positive news, and and hopefully we'll be talking to Chris Mowry in, in during the next couple of episodes at some point. Should be should be fun. Uh, what else did we want to talk about? Um, what about uh, the uh, Gamma Three? Oh yeah, okay. So that's a good uh, good segue for our news, which we're not going to have a sounder for. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> that, that's the best uh, I can do. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, in fact, this is pretty much the only news I have for for this this episode of the Kaiju Cast. Mill Creek Entertainment uh, put out the Gamera Three film on Blu-ray. I believe it was the the end of October. I seem to remember getting it. Uh, I either got it before my like around my birthday, which is at the end of September, or when I got back from Asia, which is at the end of. October. October one of those two months and um, I was super excited because I thought they did a pretty good job on camera one and camera two and as listeners know uh, the subtitling on camera three sucked I mean it was just there were missing bits there were some mistranslated bits and um, I was as a consumer even though I only paid $12 for it I was pretty pretty bummed about it and um, so essentially, I guess I wasn't the only one, and they have now fixed the problem. And you might be saying, well, how does that do me any good? I already bought it. Well, if you have already purchased the disc, you can send in your artwork to Mill Creek Entertainment. All you need to do is take the slip cover out from the uh, plastic casing, and uh, you just mail that to them with your address, and they will send you a corrected disc. Actually, not just the disc. It's like the full-blown thing, like packaging and the disc. And it supposedly has uh, the subtitles corrected. I think they announced this a week or two ago. And um, I know that I posted it on the Facebook page, and a couple of listeners have already gotten their replacement discs, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's kudos to Mill Creek for following through correcting the problem yeah that's um, some pretty good customer service and I have to say uh, my hat is off to you sir or madam as the case may be uh, I I just sent mine in on Friday actually I handed uh, I handed my letter off to our mail carrier and hopefully we'll I'll be getting my replacement disc sometime soon because I love that movie so very very much that's definitely in my like top top 10 movies like not just Godzilla monster movies that's top, top 10, 10 like of kind time. of all times Gamera 3 yeah and, and it's great that I mean it's so incre- incredibly affordable you can get like the entire series yeah I think I saw somebody post online like they were kind of um, being a little pissy about the the discs and the subtitles and they were like oh I'm just gonna get the blu-rays from Japan and luckily somebody stepped in and said 
you know those are $60 a piece and it just doesn't add up. The the $12 for the entire 3 pack versus 60 120 180 for all three deep, you know Blu-ray yeah. discs, I don't think that works. I mean, you can get all three for the price less than you pay for one normal Blu-ray disc. Yeah, actually one normal DVD in America. Yeah. I mean, Mill Creek now, of course, you know, they made their name by producing all, all these giant box sets of public domain titles, but they've just now kind of got into the uh, acquiring legitimate films and putting Blu-ray editions out. And, uh, I mean, I think, it, it, like you said, it's great customer service that they're going to go ahead and replace, fix the error, and then send new replacement discs to everybody for free. Yeah, and actually, you know, this this bodes well for another Japanese release that they're going to be doing in the near future, which is the Damajin series. So they're going to get. Yep, they've uh, they've had that in the works for some time now, and I'm I was a little concerned when the when the Gamera disc had the messed up subtitles, but hey, you know, now that they're offering to fix it and that they're showing that they have the initiative to put forth this good customer service, I'm actually. I'm I'm back on track with Mill Creek. I'm uh, I'm I'm happy that they're going to release the the Maijin set and uh, looking forward to it because those movies are awesome too. Yeah, and I think that's exactly why they're doing this because they know a lot of fans, especially if they're upset, they might not buy the next. That's you know, a good point. Edition they come out with. That's a good point. So man. by fixing the problem now, you like you can buy the Maijin set. They're sort conscience. of securing their customer base for the next release. That's right. Smart business practices. Yeah, you know, uh, another series I would love if I could get in there and be like, and, you know, convince them to put out something else on DVD, I would say you guys need to get the rights to put out the entire Ultra Q set on DVD and Blu-ray because those need a legitimate release like no other. I mean, even more than, you know, getting the Godzilla movies on Blu-ray, I really want to see Ultra Q get some kind of release here in America. You should shoot them an email. Tell them, hey man, I have a throw throw my weight behind. You want to hear something terrible? I actually was emailing somebody from Mill Creek and um, about an interview and they were getting back to me and I believe I was the last uh, it was my turn to email them back about something and that was months ago. So I need to fix that problem before I contact them. (laughs) Your customer service skills I think everybody, everybody, this is a good segue. I think everybody knows that my customer service skills blow because I just got those uh, prizes from our live show mailed out this week. Well, a lot of your interns were on vacation. You gave them time off for the holidays. So you, you got to do that yourself. So, you know, people can forgive, right? Yeah. I'm Catch your break this one time. I, I used to be able to say that I'm a one-man operation, but now I'm a two-man, one-gal operation. But Yes. These guys just like to talk on the microphone. <laughs> we don't do, do any actual work. No. They barely even come to the to the table with any topics to discuss. I don't even know where a post office is. <laughs> nobody uh, nobody does, uses that anymore, yeah. right? I I try not to. Anyway, so those are out, and I feel good about that. So uh, that's newsworthy, I guess you could say. Um, actually, you know what? Talking about the DVDs reminded me there is something else. It's not exactly news. It's bad news is what it is. Um, as many uh, listeners and Godzilla fans know, the um, the company called Media Blasters, has, they released 
Destroy All Monsters on Blu-ray and on DVD somewhat recently. And um, it went through a little bit of a delay, which was not great. Um, but what came out of the release is that Toho was very unhappy with the materials on the on the discs. Did you know about that, Jeff? No. They were unhappy with the quality or special features or what? Something about the final final product. They did not like it. And I'm not sure if... I'm pretty sure it must have been the special features. Okay. I'm not really sure what the deal is, but I know that they did not like it. And uh, because of that, they ha- are sort of dragging their feet on the Godzilla vs. Megalon release. And now that they've uh, done that, I guess Stuart Galbraith the fourth, who is the um, uh, one of the chief commentators from that that release, is pretty upset about Media Blaster's uh, business practices, and he is sort of um, I think he's putting forth an injunction. I don't know if my my terms my wording is correct here, but he's trying to say that if if they don't pay him for his work on his commentating commentating commenting commentary the commentary track basically yeah if they don't pay him for that he's going to say that they can't use it and if so <clears throat> i think i might try and get him on the show at some point just like a little quick call in interview for that just to so so the listeners can hear hear his side of the story cuz it's kind of an interesting read so it's not looking good for that Got release anytime soon I know this goes without saying, Jeff, but Godzilla vs. Megalon is not looking very good. <laughs> um, what was your opinion on Destroy All Monsters? Did you? I thought the release was really good. I haven't even made it through all the special features yet. Um, the my only gripe was that the uh, the audio track that they used for the AIP dub, which is my favorite version of the dub track. It was a little messed up right at the beginning, and for some reason it was only coming out of my center channel. I think I might be able to like play around with the settings in the Blu-ray player maybe, hmm. but uh, I would have liked to see a little more attention to those those audio materials, at least the AIP dub. I could care less about the international dub. I, I think that's fairly terrible. And actually, speaking of Destroy All Monsters, that is this month's Daikaiju discussion episode. And we're going to be watching that on February 25th. So you need to get your homework in if you want to submit your thoughts, questions, and reviews to controller at kaijucast.com. You need to get that in before February 25th. Yes. Jeff, are you going to make it to that screening? I should make it to that screening. I've missed the last couple, and I'm yeah, very man. distressed about it. We've missed your voice. We've missed your voice dearly. So I am, uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I'm going to be there this time. Good, good. Um... Yeah, what what are we at there on the, the the timer there? Thirty-six minutes. Future Kyle here, and I wanted to uh, introduce a friend of mine. This is Chris Mowry, who you guys should know from last year. We interviewed uh, the crew at IDW, and Chris was was in there. He's the big giant Godzilla fan who uh, is sort of like a creative consultant. And we just are going to talk a little bit about uh, the next issue of Godzilla Legends, which Chris wrote. Chris, thanks for joining us here on the KaijuCast. Well, thank you very much for having me, Kyle. I appreciate it. I'm sorry, future Kyle. 
<laughs> Future Kyle is actually the same as Kyle. It's the same same guy. <laughs> just one has a TARDIS and the other one does not. Got it. So how does uh, how does it feel to have been you know pulled into the creative part of of writing an issue for for Godzilla Legends? Um, it is absolutely a dream come true. It is probably one of the coolest things I've ever been a part of. One of the um, most rewarding things I've ever been a part of. And absolutely right now at this very moment, probably one of the most frightening things I've ever been a part of because I'm, you know, just really eager to hear, you know, fan reaction and, you know, get that feedback from people when the issue hits stands. And the issue does hit stands next, uh, according to the schedule, next Wednesday, February 22nd. Yes, or past, depending on how much in the future you are. <laughs> well, if people are, you know, listening to this on time, you know. <laughs> uh, so what's the what's the gist of your issue? I know I've actually read it, and it's uh, I can tell the listeners I enjoyed it very much, and I hope I hope everyone else enjoys it too. But straight from the the horse's mouth, there, what tell tell the listeners a little bit about what what your issue deals with. Um, long story short, it is basically a scene that I wanted to have happen in a much larger pitch that I was, I was hoping to get done. Um, but it basically involves Hidora, uh, Mechagodzilla and Godzilla, all three kind of meeting up and not, you know, some, some of the, the things that happen aren't really quite what we've seen in, in past films. And, you know, there's, there's definitely a different take on, uh, I, I guess you could say like the, you know, the environmental issue that the first, you know, Godzilla versus Adora had, like it's, there's similar themes to it, but you know, Godzilla kind of behaves in a different way that we'd think. And Mechagodzilla, that, that crew behaves in a different way. And it's sort of like a big awakening to, I was, I was trying to make it somewhat, you know, topical with, you know, kind of what we're doing still with pollution and how we treat, you know, recycling and, and the whole going green thing. Um, but it's it's honestly it's just like a twenty two page just three way monster slugfest. So and I really I think, like that about it. Actually, it's a it's it's very much like the first uh, Legends issue, which is very very battle heavy. Yeah, and uh, you know, the part of the the really fun thing that I loved about the Legend series is that each issue really is so unique on their own. Like and and you know you got different creative teams, you've got different you know just ideas going out there, different styles, and you know love them or hate them. I think that's honestly what modern day comics should be is just, you know, each issue you pick up is going to be different than the last one. And you're going to be like, Oh, okay. Maybe the next one's gonna be better. Or maybe the next one's going to be just as good as this one is. And I think that's kind of how you keep readers hooked. I think that's kind of how you should treat a franchise such as Godzilla too, where you have, I, I mean, me personally, I've always felt that, you know, Godzilla is very similar to where you could, you know, what they've done with like the Elseworld stuff where you take like a core character and put them into different, you know, eras or just different situations, you know, and for this, for me to work on something like this, it's like, okay, cool. I can actually do something different as opposed to, okay, you got to work on this thing. Which I've done writing in the past with like the Transformers, like movie stuff. And that was very much geared around like, okay, well don't do this because they're going to do this in the second movie and they're going to do this. And so you have to stay right down this Avenue, you know, and keep going, you know, down this path of not, don't deviate too much because this characters would never act like this. Whereas with this issue, it, it turned into a big, you know, cool. You can have these fights and, you know, there's Godzilla's doing some really violent stuff and Mechagodzilla is just, you know, they have a mission, but they're kind of like, well, maybe we shouldn't be doing this mission. And, 
you know, it was just, it was a lot of fun to work on and, and to have Toho's input on and, and, you know, ultimately, you know, get to where, where the ending is. And hopefully it's as much of a cliffhanger as some of the other issues, especially issue three, which I want to see more of. Yes, absolutely. I, uh, also enjoyed issue three very much. Tell me a little bit about, uh, the people you got working with you on this book. I know we were talking a little bit earlier about EJ. Oh, EJ Sue and uh, EJ Sue's the artist on there, and uh, Priscilla Tremontano, she's the colorist. Um, both of them have been with IDW for a long time. They're freelancers, uh, worked on the Transformers franchises with us. They're probably some of the coolest people I've ever worked with, if in I've ever met. I got to give shout outs to Josh Perez and Alex Milne, my other Transformers people. But um, just EJ and I had discussed like working on Godzilla stuff when we were first approached or not approached when we were first approaching Toho to, to get this license secretly. I was like, Hey EJ, let's work on this stuff. You know, let's really get a good pitch together. And, you know, he was part of this whole Hidora story or, or this whole scene that I was like, you know, look, I really want to have Hidora in, you know, China and just happens to be like, you know, there's something that happens and it draws all these three characters together and uh, working with him. He was like, he was, turns out you know he was he's a huge Godzilla fan and he likes all the stuff that you know we were talking about and he did some sketches and those were like some of the original sketches we presented to Toho and I think it's some weird ways like you know he's actually somewhat helpful in getting that license and then um Priscilla you know she is just she I think she quoted on like my Facebook page one day like she watched like Godzilla 2000 and said something and was like wow, you really do like Godzilla. She's like, yeah, I'd love to work on a book one day if you guys ever get that. And I was like, hmm. Mm, and then one yeah. day I was like, nice. uh, guess what? <laughs> so, and, and uh, you know, the, the two of them had actually worked together. I mean, I don't know exactly what all they've worked on together, but they'd worked on a um, Transformer Spotlight book that we did for Spotlight Jazz. And, uh, you know, they did a really good job. And the writers on that, Sean and, and Josh did a good job. Like it was, it was cool to actually be, part of like another like a, just a fun creative team again where you know they're friends of yours but at the same time you just you know you really respect their work so made it a lot easier than i thought it was going to be very cool very cool well i i like i said i've read the issue i've seen it and it's uh very well done just like Thank the you. entire Legends series is and uh i i really think everybody should head out and pick that up if they're not already getting the Legends series they're kind of gonna get a stern look from me over the internet here I, but i think it's our best stuff honestly i love gangsters and goliaths but i mean that's exactly what i think a mini series should be it should be you know here's here's the idea here's here's something with godzilla and let's tell one story about it you know and whereas legends to me it's like i think i think legends honestly is is the bread and butter of the franchise right now because it's just it's it's fun to have everyone's input on it you know what i mean yes absolutely you know, yeah it's like you could tell a different story than i want to tell than you know you know, the, you know, Matt Frank told and, you know, you get all these different people together. And then, you know, I just, that was the one I said, you know, let's get a lot of big names to work on this stuff if we can, you know, I, I really still want to see a, you know, Stan Sakai series or, or issue, you know, where it's like feudal Japan. I want to see a Larry Hama, you know, military perspective issue. You know, it just, I think that kind of stuff is fun and, and legends is definitely the platform to, to work off of. So let's talk about the future of Godzilla at IDW a little bit. Like, uh, okay. I I personally would love to see another Legends series or some other mini series involving one shots, 
but there I've heard some rumblings recently about uh, like a hiatus or a, a reboot or something going on to those to that effect. And uh, Bobby just posted something on the IDW forums today, I think. Uh, yes. Tell us a little bit about what's going on over there. Well, first off, with Legends, I know like right now we're talking amongst creators, and uh, you know Matt Frank is definitely involved um, with doing another legend series. So it's, it's kind of like just, okay, how are we going to really work on it? But it's, it's really so far down the line right now that it's, it's worth just chatting about, but not, you know, we're going to get to, you know, do some talks about it. Like gotcha. It's, yeah. yeah. So just, it's all just throwing stuff out there, but nothing is even approved or going forward just yet. Um, as far as the new stuff, um, yeah, Barbie Kernow is definitely, he's the editor on there. He'll have more info than I will. And hopefully you'll be interviewing him next month because his issue, a really good issue of, of Legends number five, that one comes out next month. Um, he'll probably be able to fill you in a little bit more. But we just announced today that uh, the new ongoing just simply is going to be called Godzilla. Um, I think it's written by, I'm trying to remember his name. I think it's Dwayne Zerzwinski or something. I mean, I probably completely butchered that name and I apologize to Dwayne, but we do that every once in a while here. We butcher names. It's all good. It happens. (laughs) It happens. Um, I feel like a, like a newscaster when we do that. Um, (laughs) but I think, uh, Simon Gaines on the artwork, uh, Rhonda Patterson's doing colors. Um, but yeah, that's, it's going to be, I, I want to say it's like a soft reboot. In a yeah. way, it's like it's picking up elements from Kingdom of Monsters. But okay. From what I know, it's a completely different. Like the tone is different. It's just, I, I think it's going to be more what people have been, I, I guess, kind of expecting. Okay. You know? And so Godzilla is going to be the ongoing. Yes. Okay. That will be the new ongoing. And then have uh, there been any other developments in uh, in recent months at the IDW offices as far as your, the Godzilla license is concerned? Um, well, it's funny you should mention that because I was anticipating, you know, I, we, we really do value the Kaiju cast and and we are big fans at the office. Um, so I got clearance today to at least discuss something. So I know you don't like covering news, but if you have that little, you know, do, 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 do sound effect, you might want to play it now. Okay. I'm going to just play a tiny little bit of it right here. There you go. All right. Now that that was played. Um, yeah, we are uh, currently in negotiations with Toho to expand the, uh, I guess you could say Monster Island will be getting a little more fuller or more full or whatever the correct, you know, language is for that. Um, yeah, more monsters. We are definitely in discussions with them. Increasing the population of Monster Island. That's Thank the best thing I can come much. up with. You should be an editor. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, just the uh, podcaster. B- yeah, by a lot. Nice. nice. By a lot. Yeah. And I guess that kind of sounds like Bialante. Yeah, that's one that we're talking about. Bialante. Bialante, yes. Bialante. Nice. Tomato, cool, man. Uh, any anybody else you care to drop names on for that? Um, let's see. I mean, I only said I would discuss a few, so there's there's one. Um, let's throw this out there. Baragon, Baragon fans out there will be happy. Hopefully. I mean, if, if everything goes through, everything gets signed, which, you know, our fingers are crossed, but you know, um, Baragon, let's see, Jet Jaguar. Excellent. Um, hmm. 
two of the ones I really, 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 really were happy to to present to them and to work on making like a little stamp thing for them. Uh, Sanda and Gyra. Ah, the gargantuas. Yes, I think that the I, I love those guys, and there's I think there's a weird, cool like element that they can add to just the, the just the Godzilla license as a whole. I think you know. Like, if you teamed both of those guys up, what would they do? Would they fight Godzilla? Would they fight each other? Like, you know, it's just, I think that kind of dynamic actually lends a lot. And then, uh, I mean, just tons more. There's, if you were at the WonderCon um, presentation that we did, was that last year? Yeah, yeah that was, uh, last year. yeah, April of last year, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be in Anaheim this year. I don't know about that, but. Uh, <laughs> I've already spent so much time complaining about that. <laughs> we don't need to spend any more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not that we don't like WonderCon. It's just, uh, you know, our hearts are still in San Francisco. Um, but yeah, pretty much everybody you saw on there I could think of is is currently on the table. So we're we're working really hard to get that. And you know that the fan input was was really helpful for that. Like you know who people really wanted to see. And you know I th- I think I think at the end of the day people are going to be pretty happy. Nice. Well, I know if I'm not, I'm super jazzed about it. Street. Nice. Cool, man. Well, uh, thank you very much for spending some time and talking about the Godzilla series and, and your book, which I'm, I can't wait for people to start reading. Oh, uh, me too. Thank you like, so much for having me, giving me the opportunity to come on here and talk about it. I mean, it's pretty much, like I said, dream come true, but uh, pretty much it's, it's a huge fight scene, you know, and you know, hopefully people like the, you know, the characters that are thrown in there and, uh, you know, but I just, I really wanted to have some stuff that selfish me i wanted ej just to draw a bunch of cool stuff you know so oh yeah like, for sure a huge fight you know i think i think people will like it though yeah no much, i much different I, than the original so. idea but you know <laughs> yeah well well yeah. uh so just to let the listeners know while this has only been a 15 minute piece here oh, like yeah. uh it's chris and i have been talking on skype uh this almost is three hours. it's almost three hours of us talking yeah. and uh so we're definitely going to have you back on the kaiju cast at some point for a full-blown episode uh oh, whether great. or not you're you come up here or not it's definitely gonna happen man i um, gotta get up there for for one of the viewings and, and do some discussion for sure for sure uh barring all that i will see you at emerald city for sure right i sure hope so I'm i hope at least call I hope. out dirk wood for uh you know getting me up there so yeah dirk let's do it get, do get it, everybody dirk. up there okay uh (laughs) thanks again chris and i will talk to you soon man all right thanks a lot kyle appreciate it all right we now return you to your regularly scheduled road trip so i don't exactly know what else to talk about but uh i think we covered everything i think we did all right so i think we're gonna wrap this up but if you found the kaiju cast through itunes or some other podcast directory and you want to experience the website the blog everything there is about the, the entire podcast, just point your web browsers to kaijucast.com and uh, check everything out. Check out all of the things. And we don't have any polls up. If you want to send an email to controller at kaijucast.com, I would love to get some poll ideas from you guys and uh, maybe I'll, I'll reinstate that. Um, I think I, I was saying I was having some problems with the website, but I guess nobody else is having those issues, so I'm, I'm not going to take it down for maintenance, which is good for everyone, except me. And uh, what else do I normally say? We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Uh, if you're on Twitter, 
look for at KaijuCast. If you're on Facebook, it's literally facebook.com slash KaijuCast, and a lot of information gets shared in between episodes. And that's not doesn't just go for me posting stuff. People, like some of the fans post stuff on the website too, on the on the Facebook wall. So check that out if you are so socially networked and enabled. And uh, we we did it. I mean, we did a Kaiju Cast episode on the road. Yeah. We did not kill ourselves our, or nope. anybody else. This is our first road trip episode, you guys. Uh, hopefully, maybe the last. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're gonna. Um, we're going to sign off here, and uh, Jeff, you know how we sign off here at the KaijuCast. How, how do we do that again? We say Jamata. Oh, yeah, Jamata. All right. It's early, man. You can't. I need to drink my coffee, so stop recording. Yeah. Alrighty. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Demetra!